The new cryptocurrency company everybody is talking about. Bringing full-spectrum decentralized finance to the people. With cryptocurrencies RYIU and RYIP. Low-cost cryptocurrencies with huge returns and the most authentic, innovative and real team behind this company. Where the investors come first. Welcome to Game Tech Politics. And welcome to Game Tech Politics. I have a special guest with me tonight. His name is John Weir. He is the CEO of RYI Unity. And it is literally one of the best cryptocurrency companies out there. There's no question. Uh, you guys know me. You know I'm a fucking genius when it comes to this shit. And I, I just appreciate you coming on the show tonight with me, John, and, and talking some, uh, talking a little bit about everything, man. Yeah, absolutely. Super pumped to be here and uh well, you, forward to you're super pumped. Shop. You're super pumped just because you you just got back from the gym. Uh I, <laughs> I called it. I right right before our uh, little session began, I, I prep we was doing some uh show prep and um figuring out what topics we were gonna talk about. I'm like, You just come from the fucking gym, didn't you? He's like, How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's my place of serenity right there. Yeah, got to get away from the computer. And then I had to, I had to school him on a little bit on technology, and that that's kind of where I wanted to kind of start tonight, man. Is is that uh, technology? It, we are encompassed. Like if you look at society today, and then you look back like twenty five years ago, uh, even thirty years ago, it's like so different how we live today with with technology. I mean, I, I remember having those little old rotary phones at my grandma's house that I used to use when I was like, you know, six, seven years old. Did you did you have like a grandma that had the old style rotary phone? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like and, and now today, my my mom, uh, you don't ever see her without her iPad or her phone in her hand. It's it's kind of crazy how we evolved, man. Yeah, I mean, your life is essentially on your phone pretty much i mean now see i'm not the type i'm not the type to have my phone in my hand all the time i'm not one of those guys are you one of those yeah. guys you have unfortunately, to be <laughs> yeah unfortunately yeah i am that guy uh you know like it, it's it's changed my life quite a bit uh like even at the gym like just right now i have my phone on me and it's close to me at all times because I mean, everything I do, you know, is, is, is coming, it's on, it's in the digital world, which means, you know, on my phone. So how many hours a day do you think that you spend on your phone? No, this is embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> probably, <laughs> uh, I mean, a are, lot. Are I, you worse I, than I, a 13 year old girl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hate to say it. I honestly, I've never actually put it into those words. Uh, but it probably is true. Now, see, we have we have enough space between each other that I'm allowed to say stuff like that without being beat up by you. So I'm I'm at a safe distance, <laughs> man. Um, yeah. 
so I know that I know that tax time is is coming around and everybody's doing their taxes. Uh, the deadline is like mid-April and everybody's getting their tax returns. And I wanted to kind of do a little bit of a segment on some technology stuff because we, you know, at Game Tech Politics, we haven't done uh, a technology podcast in quite a while. And I've been I've been kind of in a hiatus because uh, I, I took a vacation. I flew down to Tennessee and um, took my girls on a much needed vacation because my youngest, she's been having some health problems. And so after we went, uh, we was in L.A. Um, for just uh, a, about a week. And then uh, we got home and I was like, OK, girls, do not unpack. We're, we're just going to fly out to Tennessee. My dad went with us, uh, my stepmom. And we, we had a pretty good time. Uh, but now, uh, now that I'm back in the studio, I wanted to kind of get, uh, get, give everybody some information on, on like the new TVs, new phones, and I'm hoping that you can help me out. But, but obviously I'm going to have to be helping you out on, on this technology bit. So, um, what, what kind of, you, you said you had an iPhone, right? Yeah, I just have an iPhone. Uh, what what uh what model is it is it like the 10 11 12 it's it's the 10 but i'm gonna be getting a new one so 11 12 but uh yeah i think it's a 10 well let me tell you actually they the iphone 13 just came out and yeah i know And, and what really pisses me off is is the fact that we have iphones that come out every single year Exactly. And, and none, nothing really actually gets better. Now, with with the iPhone 13, the only thing that I've I've found that is actually good on my old phone is it's got a longer battery life. That's about the only the only improvement that I've seen. Um, it is a little bit faster uh, than the 12. Um, and the cameras are just about the same, so to speak. But I think, I think it, it really depends on your taste. I mean, if you, if you like the iOS, uh, operating system compared to the Android, I can't fucking stand the Android, man. Um, do you, do you have any experiences with like Android phones at all? I mean, not necessarily. So I have two phones. I have iOS and then I have an Android because we have apps, uh, blockchain crypto apps that are on Android as well. So I kind of have to monitor those, you know, the functionalities. But as far as diving into like the applications, uh, not so much, you know, primarily I'm on my iOS pretty much all the time. Yeah, I, I just can't I can't get an Android. It's not it's not the fact that the operating system is, um, it, I mean the iOS is more sleek and it's more um, the gra- the graphical interface is is a lot better. But the Android, it just if you have if you've had your phone over six months, I find that it slows down dramatically uh, have you had that experience with that android that you use or or do you just not use it as much to find the difference yeah exactly I, I don't use it as much to find the difference honestly it's off probably like half the day uh i just charge it just to basically check the apps and uh i actually store 
uh, crypto within our application on Android. But other than that, I mean, it's it's lasted. But like I said, I'm not using it like my iPhone. The the only uh, there there is a Samsung a new Samsung that came out. It's the Samsung S twenty two plus. I do like it. Uh, I I do like I give the edge to uh, the Apple thirteen, of course. But the Samsung does have a better screen, I think, and it it does have a pretty amazing camera on it. So if if you're one of those women that love cameras on phones and you really don't have a preference between an Apple and an Android, uh, go ahead and get the Samsung just for the phone, the, the camera alone, because it has a 50 megapixel camera and it has like a three times zoom, which basically you can, you can zoom into the moon and actually see the craters. That's how amazing this camera is on this phone. It's, it's pretty pretty spectacular but now with with tvs john are you're i know you're not home a lot but do you do you find your like do you watch football or or uh watch like netflix or anything like that uh usually it's background noise uh because i'm predominantly on my computer pretty much in in through all throughout the day kind of in and out so if I do have the TV on, usually it's background noise. I mean, as you know, the crypto market moves 100 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so keep, keeping up with that, you know, it's like sacrifices must be made. So not so much on the TV front, but uh, yeah, well, looking forward for you to school me up. See, the, the, here's the thing about TVs. If if let's say like you, John, walks into Best Buy or or Target or one of those stores that sells TVs or even goes on Amazon, a lot of people think that, okay, I just want the best picture. And But nowadays, you know, the TVs generally have about the same type of picture. So there's there's not a lot to go on with, with uh, choosing a, a TV just for the picture alone. Um, I find that if if you find a TV that has like Dolby Atmos uh, surround sound included or Dolby Vision uh, HDR, of course, uh, is a big big must have if you're like a movie buff. But if if you're one of those people like John that just wants a good picture and that's pretty much it, uh, you can get a TV uh, a seventy inch, seventy five inch for about five hundred dollars. Um, and it's going, it's going to serve its purpose. But if you're like me that plays video games on the Xbox series yeah. X or the PlayStation five, uh, you want to get the high end TV. And here's the thing, guys, if you, if you have an Xbox series X or a PlayStation five, you have to have a TV that has HDMI 2.1. If you don't have HDMI 2.1, you're basically running an old TV with a brand new system, and that doesn't that doesn't mesh well because you're not getting you're you're cutting yourself short. If you got a brand new system, that HDMI 2.1 is going to give you 120 frames per second, uh, and your standard frames per second is pretty much 60 on any other given TV. So you're doubling your frame rate. 
And not only that, but your your uh, the graphics on video games are going to look so much crisper, so much cleaner, and your uh, response time when it comes to like first person. Do you play Call of Duty? I used to. Yeah, I used to until uh, uh, probably like the second half of my military career was gone so much. It just kind of I just kind of lost it, you know, that that's how you train for your military careers. Uh, Call of Duty, right? Yeah, exactly. I was prepped, not prepped for Force Recon. <laughs> I seen, I seen a meme the other day. Uh, I seen a meme the other day that uh, this this kid was like, um, "Okay, I placed I placed in the top 100 in Call of Duty, so now I'm ready to go to Ukraine." I thought that was kind of kind of funny. <laughs> oh man, yeah, but, that's a whole different that's a whole different topic right there. But you know, you know what though, you John? Know. Like if if. I think it's going to be um, if the United States Army or the Marines or, or even the Navy uh, hires these kids that are really good with video games, they would probably be incredible flying around, flying those little drones around and, and blowing up shit, man. I mean, yeah. in all honesty. I mean, yeah, you have, you have to agree with that, you know, like as far as like, you know, my experience with drones, I mean, you're, you're a lot of those drones, believe it or not, are that are operating in Ukraine and the middle East are based out of the States. I want to say, uh, when I was working in the government, I want to say like on the West coast even, and I didn't want to say the state, you know, for OPSEC reasons. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're sitting behind a computer and literally, I mean, it essentially is a game. I'm not even like really exaggerating. Like, I mean, so you do have a valid point there. It's fucking crazy, man. But it is with, crazy with, with the Call of Duty. If if you play on like a a standard TV, your your response time on on taking and, and shooting somebody is going to be a lot slower than buying a TV with a 2.1 HDMI. And and I know that uh, for gamers out there, you guys listen up. This this is really good advice. Um, you just, you know, you, you play with these monitors and you think, you know, your, your computer monitors, just like the cream of the crop. Well, it's nothing compared to these brand new TVs that come out that really work well with these gaming consoles. So I just wanted to kind of like put that out there for your like little technology bit. Um, now I'm going to go with two more things and then we're going to get on to some cryptocurrency news. Um, John had to, during our, our prep session, we were trying to figure out why that I was getting cut out on our conversation every couple seconds. So John went through his drawer, picked out like five, six different headphones and tried them on. <laughs> and finally he went with the Apple, uh, headset and, and now I'm, I'm, I'm speaking clearly to him. But let me tell you, there are some really freaking phenomenal headphones out there that you can buy to uh, e either either watch TV with or use it for your uh, phone uh, or even for your uh, gaming uh, gaming headset. Now, I I'm just going to quickly say that there's really not a lot of uh, gaming headsets that are clear cut. It just depends on the preference. There's there's brands out there like uh, Astro. You can buy Astro A50s. It gives you complete utter surround sound. Um, but there's there's some 
fallbacks on getting Astros because the mics kind of tend to break a lot. So you're paying $300 for a Premier headset, and then you'll only oh. be able to use it for like eight months, and your mic you know, either breaks or comes out, uh, cuts out. Um, there are a lot of cheap headphones out there for like $70 that does the same damn thing. So do not be afraid to shell out uh, $70. Uh, Proton- uh, a company called Protonics uh, makes a headphones um, for $79.99. And it's, it's you know, um, they're not as loud as Astro's. But they they do pick up a, a lot of good surround sound, and the mic works absolutely perfectly. Um, and then, of course, uh, Beats headphones, um, I think that they're overrated, but they're still good quality. They're, you, they'll last fucking forever. Uh, so if you want to shell out uh, a lot of money for those, that's, that's fine. But honestly, it just really depends on... Uh, the brand. If you if you know that there's a good brand out there that you can buy uh, for a lot cheaper than the Beats or the Astros, go at it, man. I mean, um, Audio Tech they do a, a great headphones. There's a, a headphones called Focal Clear. Um, how how much do you think the most expensive headphones out there are, John? Woo. Uh, let's see. You already just, threw out three three hundred. <laughs> that doesn't even touch the waters on on some of the technology that I'm, I've I've used. I'm gonna headphones, man. I'm gonna go with, we'll say fifteen hundred. You are fucking right on it, dude. Okay, so <laughs> I I am wearing right now. I am wearing uh, a brand called Focal Clear. Uh, the, the, the specific headphones that I'm there, that what they're called is focal clear MG. Uh, they are $1,500 headphones. I mean, you can literally hear a pin drop and you can hear the treble on that pin drop. I, how many times do we go through, um, sound checks? Probably like four or five times. <laughs> and I'm telling you every single time, Hey Dan, turn off the fan. <laughs> Yep. Uh, that quit, happened. Quit quit opening the drawers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, do you do you, uh, do you have some pings in the background, man? You need to turn those off. I mean, with these headphones, I can hear basically everything. I can hear I can hear him his dog sneeze in the background. Um, but I don't <laughs> I don't suggest anybody to pick up a fifteen hundred dollar pair of headphones. Unless you know you make you know five hundred six hundred thousand dollars a year and you just want a really good headset, but for like podcasting, uh, the Focal Clears is a really good investment because uh, they're they're just the best. They're absolutely the best. Um, uh, Sy- uh, Sennheiser HD they they run you two two grand, I believe, around two grand. I and I know John's probably rolling his eyes right now. But how'd you know that? <laughs> I can hear it. <laughs> uh, and let's lastly, let's go with um, let's go with surround sound because I, now I know that you've got some interest in surround sound. Um, w- have you ever listened to anything like Dolby Atmos surround sound yet? 
Uh, no, can, not yet. So you've pretty much only listened to like 5.1 surround sound. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So the Dolby Atmos, the difference between, do you know the difference, what the difference between 5.1 surround sound and Dolby Atmos surround sound? No, I've never used it. Okay. I, this is so weird, man, because like I'm talking to a technology guru right now and I'm schooling him on fucking uh, surround sound. This is so cool. Um, <laughs> so so the Dolby Atmos surround sound is different because the 5.1, it's just like a circle. OK, you're getting you're getting sound in a 360 view. OK, the Dolby Atmos surround sound, you're getting a circle but you're also getting the ups and downs. It's kind of like a complete globe of sound. Like you're in the middle of the globe, inside of the globe, and you're getting you're getting sound from every single direction. That's the difference. So if you're like a movie buff and you got like Netflix or HBO Max um, and, and you watch movies on like, like, you know, like crazy, or if you play video games like crazy, like I do, a lot of your games today have Dolby Atmos. You want to get a, uh, the, I think the best and the cheapest um, Dolby Atmos surround sound is the uh, Vizio. Uh, the Vizio does make a incredible uh, uh, Dolby Atmos surround sound for around $300. Now, the majority of the Dolby Atmos surround sound that you're going to buy is no less than $800. But the Vizio is such good quality for $300, you're not going to be able to tell the difference. And it's made really well. It's made with steel. I mean, they, they encase their, their speakers with steel, and it's just a phenomenal sound. So that's all we have for our little technology bit. John, I got to tell you, I'm so glad I'm, I have you on tonight because we, the world is, is going through, it's crazy. I mean, I, I have no other words than it's fucking crazy out there right now. And, uh, your company has, has basically created, a, a pathway for people to at least feel somewhat safe with their money. How did you do that? Like, I know that you didn't expect it, uh, expect the world to be as crazy as, as it is, but how did you progress so far with your company um, with, with the little time that you do have? I mean, I think it comes down to in the, it just comes down to like the value and ethics the company was built off of. And we've just been consistent and maintained it and been extremely transparent, you know, with everybody uh, that comes and joins RY Unity. I mean, look at the name. The name is RY Unity, revolutionize your investment. And then the Unity part is all about, you know, creating a community. And that's, you know, that's a foreign concept to most people. Uh, because you think about banks, uh, you think about anything in the financial sector, you're never going to see the word community or unity. Uh, so that's something that blockchain and it's not just me, meaning that uh, I, I feel like the blockchain, the cryptocurrency culture is really, uh, I, at least from my experience, 
is built around a lot of that unity aspect. And you see a lot of these groups, these telegram groups, uh, discord groups. Uh, and it's really our, our emphasis is to, you know, the investors, the holders, the community comes first. And, uh, you know, that's unique. Like going back to what I just said, you know, you're never going to find that, uh, you know, with any financial industry that is out there outside of blockchain, at least from my experience. And you're never going to be able to message a CEO of a company like uh, Crypto.com or Coinbase or Robinhood other than yeah. you guys. I mean, in all honesty. Now, how are you going to compete with those guys? Well, it all starts with the, the fundamental aspect of developments and may being consistent. So if you go to our homepage, ri-unity.com, you'll be able to go to the top right and there's a roadmap. So you'll be able to see the roadmap. Uh, and that's where, that's the blueprint that we have that we follow. And a lot of that blueprint is based off what we see from projects that have gone before us, cryptocurrency, blockchain projects, NFT projects that have gone before us and some parts of their company, you know, have been successful, some have not. So for me, you know, I try to keep my humility in check, meaning that like, I'll never know, you know, everything. But I, what I've done is I, I do a lot of case studies on other companies and I see what works well for them and, and then decide whether that's something we want to implement into our uh, our company, uh, and then we start the development process. And I think that's a huge, uh, I see that's kind of a problem for people because guess what? Your ego has to get, you know, get checked at the door. Now I, what I've, what I've, I have you, do you have like HBO max or yeah, Netflix? Actually I do. Okay. Yeah. There, there's a, there's a documentary on Robin hood. It's called, um, Man, uh, I think it's called Gaming Wall Street. Uh, actually, it is. It's called Gaming Wall Street. You need to watch that documentary, man, because yeah. it really pissed me off because, uh, you know, Robin Hood was supposed to be for the little guy. And and that's yeah. how that's how I kind of view RYI. Honestly, it's, it's for the little guy. Uh, yeah. And what Rob, what, what I watch, what I've found out through this documentary is that a company called Citadel uh, basically was fronting Robinhood all these stocks and profiting. Robinhood was profiting off of Citadel, um, you know, uh, fractions of, of a penny per stock. That shit adds up, you know, and yeah. um, Citadel basically uh, now they deny this, but they basically told Robinhood to turn off the buy button for GameStop. You you do you do know about the whole GameStop uh, fiasco, how it went from like $4 a share all the way up to like $450 a share back in January, right? Wow. No, I did not. I mean, I heard bits and pieces of it, uh, but I did not. That is crazy. Okay, so let me give you kind of like the backstory on that. Um, Robin Hood was, was literally back in... August of 2020, and, and I know this by personal experience because I bought the stock. 
um, it was at like $4 a share. Okay. And, um, these people, uh, this group called wall street bets, it's a Reddit group who kind of, they, they, they figured out that all of these short sellers, uh, were shorting GameStop because they thought that the company was going to go bankrupt. And so the, this group, um, they YOLO'd it. You know, you know what YOLO means, right? Yeah. Uh, you, you only, uh, live in, or what, what does that mean? Uh, you only live once. Yeah. You only live once. That's what YOLO means. So they put every penny into GameStop, all these investors, and they were going to try to beat, uh, the hedge fund managers in short selling this stock and they succeeded because if anyone knows investments, if you short sell something, you're basically borrowing uh, a stock at a certain price, let's say $20, you're betting against it. You're, you're saying that, um, you, that the stock is going to go down in price, let's say 10 bucks. If that, if that stock goes down in price, <laughs> then uh, you can take and uh, purchase those stocks or sell those stocks at the price that you borrowed the, the, the money from. And you basically, you're doubling your money. Well, if the price goes up, you have to pay it for what you borrowed it at plus uh, whatever it goes up to. And unfortunately, all these hedge fund managers had to pay a $4 stock. Uh, they, they bought a $4 stock at like 400 bucks. And of course that shoots the stock prices up and up and up and up. Well, Robinhood ended up taking in turning off the buy button. They only had the sell button there. So that way people could sell their shares and the stock drop in price because Citadel owned a lot of those short sales. And that, that's, that's crazy to me. And the, and the reason why I think that people need to kind of look into cryptocurrency is because of those examples right there. And I wouldn't, I've, I've stopped using Robinhood completely. And, and now I, I just invest, uh, solely pretty much into crypto. Um, what, what is it that your company is doing to provide, uh, people protections and making them feel safe about putting their money into something and wanting it to grow. Cause I know that you have, I know that you have in your RYI token or your, your cryptocurrency, uh, people can basically make an interest off of their money. Is that correct? Yeah, that's absolutely correct. So how are you, how are you going to make, you know, investors feel safe with, with their money? One of the, the I, I would say <clears throat> for our, uh, we have two tokens within our ecosystem and they both have different purposes to build a large ecosystem. Uh, and that pertains to developments as well. But I think a good example besides, we can get into like the security aspects later maybe. Uh, but for Unity Ventures token, we have a feature built into the contract to protect the investors. It's called anti-whale feature, meaning that someone cannot come in there and just dump 
we'll say a million dollars. Yeah, exactly. I'm buy everything because currently the I want to say the token is around 40 cents. It fluctuates between 39, 43, 45 right now, which is more than which is more than Deutschcoin right now. Deutschcoin has been hovering around 11 cents uh, and it got up to 14 cents today. Yeah. Um, I saw that. So, yeah. But go ahead. I'm but, sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, no worries. So no one can buy more than a thousand Unity Ventures tokens at once. Uh, this was due to there was an issue that was going on where people were taking loans out uh, and they were it, it was called uh, flash loans. And it was actually they build it into a contract and they execute it. Uh, and they're able to take loans out for a million dollars or whatever uh, and basically manipulate the market for a cryptocurrency company. So what we did was we created the anti-whale feature where that basically disables people from taking loans and trying to execute a transaction in seconds, uh, which ultimately, uh, you know, can hurt the uh the current investors heavily and that was happening i want to say probably like eight nine months ago uh and we originally created that feature to protect investors from that and for ryu it's a frictionless yield token so just for holding ryu you get what's called frictionless yield and i'm going to try to explain it so it's very simple so when you when you are getting an APR, we'll use like a bank, for example, you put money, money in your savings account, right? You're going to get like, who knows, 1% APR for the whole year, right? So just for holding RYU within your wallet, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to, uh, you don't have to put it on a platform and collect APR, deposit it. It's yours. You keep it in your wallet, your crypto wallet. And just for holding it there, you're gonna you're gonna see the number of tokens that you have grow, and that's one of the phenomenal aspects of a frictionless yield token, which is RYU, which is RY Unity, our company's RY Unity, uh, and that's why we use that particular token for payment solutions. That's why we have that crypto mobile app, crypto asset manager, so you can have it on your phone, and it's on Android, going to be on iOS. And you can just hold your RYU and just collect a return. And it's, uh, it, I mean, it's a lot more than if you were to invest it in a bank. And on top of that, it's yours. No one's going to touch it. No one's going to freeze it. Uh, it will always be yours, no matter what. Our company can't do anything with it. We can't freeze it. You, we, can't, we, we you, never... can't, take, you can't take away the buy or sell button. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's the problem with you know these these large corporations uh it like robin hood they can freeze they can manipulate they can take away the buy button uh that's why you i would say currently what you want to do right now is you want to uh work with a DeFi platform a decentralized platform because no one can touch your money it's yours and when you find a good company like ry unity uh, you know, your money is safe, secure, and it's yours. It well, can you never brought, be touched. You, you brought up the fact about this whale thing. And uh, that that's, for one, I, I applaud you guys for even doing that because literally there's no company doing that, John. 
<laughs> no cryptocurrency is going to limit your buying power on cryptocurrency other than you guys. And it that's phenomenal because uh, look at look at the the price manipulation. If you go on Twitter, for example, you will see post after post after post of, oh my gosh, there was a guy that that sold uh, three million Deutschcoin and uh, put fifty million in Ethereum. You know, yeah. buy Ethereum now, buy Ethereum, buy it, buy it, buy it, because you know there's a fifty million dollars that they they just put into this. And then, of course, yeah. the price goes up for a couple seconds. And then guess what? The price crashes and yep. you see it time and time bit. again, yep. man. And so that little feature that you guys have, that's that's phenomenal. Like what made you I, I, that limits RYI? I mean, in a way, it limits our RYI. So uh, what made you want to limit RYI? Is it just because you want the customers to feel safe? Or is it because you just think that this is more fair for each individual? Yeah, so... Or is it actually, all the above? Uh, it's all the above, but actually, RYU has a max buy, too, of 200,000 RYU tokens. And that's also an anti-whale feature. So both of our tokens actually have uh, an anti-whale feature. But here's the thing. So the community is essentially going to control this because we're now we're talking about growth of the company, right? So as the volume picks up, the value picks up for RYU because developments are coming out like crazy right now. Uh, the value is going to start growing this year. Um, what What's going to happen is we we're going to have a governance. We have a governance platform, but we're creating a new one. And it's going to be the investors who decide as far as, okay, let's raise the limit. So it's not going to be the team or myself deciding, okay, you know, guys, we're growing. We want to allow bigger buys. So what we'll do is we'll have a proposal that's presented to the investors. And they're going to say, hey, we want to raise it from 1,000 Unity Ventures or 200,000 RYU to 400,000. And so on, you know, and we can do this quarterly uh, and the investors, you know, are the ones that are going to be making this decision. Now, your your company, as far as in your token goes, you guys have kind of expanded um, your your base with NFTs. And I know that you're pretty, pretty flippant, exciting about like excited about the NFT market. Uh, for me uh, and anyone out there listening, and I know that you're going to laugh at me for saying this, but if I wanted an NFT like picture or logo or or graphic, <laughs> I'm just going to copy. I'm just going to save as. I'm going to press that save as button, and I'm going to save it. So what like what is NFTs? How can you kind of like educate me? This is your turn to educate me, even though I'm yeah. a genius. Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I want you to kind of explain it to me like I'm five. You know that that yeah. Michael Scott uh, okay. uh, meme out there. Yeah, what, yeah. What I is love that one. what is NFTs exactly, and how how are people going to make money off of NFTs? Okay, so NFTs have evolved. All right, so let's let's rewind about a year, right? So NFTs came on the market. Essentially, what an NFT was at that time 
uh, as far as what most people know, NFTs actually have many use cases, but we'll stick to one today to keep it, you know, pretty simple. So what people were doing is exactly what you said. They were copying an image, uh, you know, whether it was their art or they were, you know, it was like copyright fraud or something. <laughs> and they were going to these platforms and they were posting there's platforms that can make it an NFT. But at the end of the day, you know, that was cool for a couple months. So NFTs today, presently, what what we've done and what successful NFT projects are doing is they're create it's essentially when you get this this NFT, right? There's gonna be utility behind it. And that's the biggest thing for people to understand is when you go and you look and you go to a crypto project, or if you're looking at ours, is when you before you buy an NFT. Uh, you want to ask like, okay, I'm going to hold this NFT. I'm going to buy it for a certain price. How am I getting a return on this? What is the utility behind it, right? And now I would say, like I said, successful projects are making NFTs uh, almost like a membership. You know, it's like a Costco card, essentially, that is going your return, but you're actually going to get a return on investment for us. You're going to have, we have 500 NFTs right now that are minting. Uh, a lot of people launch like 2,000, 10,000 NFTs, uh, but we wanted to make it extremely exclusive. And the theme is, the title of our collection is Revolution Unity, because it has a five phase uh, utility development uh, that we're going to be, we're on phase two right now. And you're going to purchase this NFT now you're going to take this NFT, you're going to go to Unity DeFi, you're going to stake it. When you stake it, which means you're going to deposit it on the platform, you're going to get a, a high APR. We're talking three, four hundred percent. You're going to receive rewards in the form of cryptocurrency, wow. uh, digital currency. So just for holding this NFT that, you know, has a theme, a culture behind it. Uh, if you guys go to our Discord uh, you'll see, you know, tons of examples and everything that's going on. And it's we're creating this brand name, you know, Revolution Unity, good versus evil, everything. Uh, so you're going to be a part of a culture. Your buy-in essentially is the NFT. And you're going to have utility behind it, meaning that what is the next development? For holding this NFT, I'm going to receive cryptocurrency and at a pretty damn high APR. So I'm already going to get my money back plus maybe even tenfold. Uh, and on top of that, you're going to uh, these NFTs are incorporated for in our case, these NFTs, these 500 NFTs are characters that are going to be put into our play to earn game. And on top of that, uh, our gaming development that is being developed as we speak. Uh, so there has to be utility behind it. And that is the current state of NFTs today. You know, if you look on Tom Brady, uh, I, I don't know if you, you do know who Tom Brady is, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you never home, you never watch, uh, TV. Yeah, you, you, I, it's you, true. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, but Tom Brady is like a huge NFT fan. Uh, just, he he, yeah, just a few days ago, he was talking on his, uh, Twitter feed. Uh, he was thanking the creator of Ethereum, 
uh, cryptocurrency. He was, um, I can't, yeah, I can't pronounce, I can't pronounce his name. What Vitalik. is Vitalik. Vitalik what? Yeah. Can you pronounce his last uh, name? Buterin. <laughs> That's a good try. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you probably uh, did better than I would have. Um, but uh, Vitalik is the creator of Ethereum, and Tom Brady was like, uh, there was a, there was like these pictures out there that that uh, Vitalik looked like a methed out, cracked out uh, Tom Brady on his oh, on that. his worst yeah, day. And and Tom Brady commented, he was like, man, I know you don't know who I am, but uh, I just want to say thanks for all you're doing in the crypto world. And there are such, there are people who are not stupid. Okay. I mean, Tom Brady is not a stupid man. He, he, he not only, you know, is arguably the greatest quarterback in NFL history, but he also runs a a business uh, for his, you know, for his personal side, uh, his w- wife's a model. They you, so you know that they run businesses. They can't be stupid. Uh, but there's a lot of a lot of stars out there that are getting into NFTs. Busta Rhymes, for example, um, he he is downright. Uh, I believe that he's probably own uh, ten to fifteen uh, NFTs uh, right yeah. now. Uh, yeah. Reese Witherspoon, uh, on the yeah, other everybody. side of, I mean, it's everybody, everybody's getting to NFTs. So there's it's, gotta be, there's gotta be a reason why they're well, doing this. Yeah, absolutely. And this is what they're doing. What What's so, the reason? The reason is they're, they want to create the, we'll say Buster Rhymes culture society. Uh, and this is how they're going about it because with the NFT, right, they're releasing how they, what they're interested in, how they perceive the world, everything. It's, it's, it's the Buster Rhymes flavor per se, you know, but what comes with that. So they're releasing these NFTs, the Buster Rhymes collection, right? Now, what they're doing is they're creating, uh, it's essentially like buying a membership. You're going to get this cool NFT, right? And now Buster Rhymes is going to create like these events, uh, these VIP events that you're you will have access to, and he's basically going to create a club, essentially the Buster Rhymes you know society, uh, and the way they're they're monetizing that is with NFTs. That's what they're doing, and you see all these celebrities, and uh, essentially that's what they're doing. The Re- Reese Witherspoon, same thing. Hey, come to my society. And in the you're gonna get this NFT, which is the membership to the Reese Witherspoon Society. You're gonna get VIP access to this. Uh, you're gonna have rewards, and they're basically able to promote their brand in that way because it's theirs, you know. And if you like Reese Witherspoon, uh, you know this is a way that you can kind of get involved in you know her personality, her theme of life. I, I just can't. Stuff. I can't believe that we're even mentioning Reese Witherspoon yeah, <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> no, it's just it's just it's just crazy because the fact that you do have uh, it's literally everybody, and I'm not joking. It's everybody. No, yeah, it's, you're right. It's sports stars. It's movie stars. It's it's rap artists. It's uh, even even some country artists are getting into on this, and it's like 
okay, there's got to be something there. You know, they just don't do this and they don't throw away their money. So they've got to be making money somehow. And I'm so glad that we're talking to you tonight to kind of explain the way and the direction of, of how they're doing it. So that way we can pick up some sort of educational value and, and do it ourselves because we can do it ourselves. And, and RYI is giving us an opportunity to have that platform to yeah. do that. And what, what made you kind of, what made you and your team kind of go that direction? You know, the, the whole NFT platform was very foreign to me about six, I would say six months ago, I was aware of it, but essentially what an NFT does, it, it allows you to create a brand as you see it. And we wanted to incorporate, you know, our brand, the team, and we have our ecosystem. It's a safe space to be. Uh, we have a lot of different utility. Our Unity DeFi Dex uh, has so many features. You can go on there. You can farm, stake. You can exchange crypto. Uh, there's a lottery that you can play there. Uh, we have our NFT marketplace that's there. So you can scroll through, check out the NFTs, the art, uh, you know, and see kind of what fits you as a, as a person. And we were able to, I was very excited about it. I'm a big sci-fi guy. Uh, you know, my imagination is kind of like very outside the box. Uh, I'm, exci- I'm excited for this video game that you guys are creating this, this sci-fi yeah, video I'm, game. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I cannot wait to get my hands on it. Yeah. I'm super excited about it. And uh, you know, even at this point right now, it's a 130 page doc, you know, it starts from day one, to you know the end of the storyline which is completely massive intergalactic everything you know Battlestar Galactica Star Wars uh, I mean you name it anything interstellar you know is involved aliens uh Call of Duty you know soldiers uh everything uh, <clears throat> and I'm even the, the storyline is so detailed and so good uh that and I didn't write this you know it's not I'm not tooting my own horn this is someone that has a lot of experience yeah, you, in the you commercial have, gaming you have sector. A, you have a pretty damn good team behind you uh, with this. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was so good. And it blew me away on how much passion that was put into this storyline and how detailed, uh, you know, that I live in LA and guess what's right next to LA is Hollywood. So we really want to bring this to Hollywood as well uh, because I think it's just a phenomenal story. And, I always say this because I think it's important The the premise of the story, if you take a step back and you kind of look at it and yes, there's aliens, interstellar, Call of Duty, you know, Star Wars, you know, everything. But at the end of the day, what it really is, is it's good versus evil. And something that is currently going on today is centralization, which is the Federal Reserve, old money, generational wealth that doesn't want to give it up. Uh... And that's something that generational wealth that I was exposed to when I worked at the agency over in D.C. for five years, uh, you know, and that was really what turned me to the crypto blockchain communities was decentralization. Um, But you have centralization versus decentralization. And I think that's something, you know, within the U.S. itself uh, that is 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 currently taking place right now. And I think you kind of see it everywhere. And that's why at the core of the the storyline, you know, there's a lot of like actual relevant 
uh, you know, things going on as far as the struggles, you know, we're facing today. It, it is. And, and I just seen a post uh, this morning. Uh, <laughs> actually, it wasn't really a post. It was just a, a video of Joe Biden saying that there was going to be food shortages uh, and it's going to be real. And man, I, I've never lived in a time that is just, it's so damn crazy. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of worried that, that, you know, from what I listened to this morning, it does worry me and it worries me that our dollar is going to be devalued. And, oh, and yeah. the only, the only, I don't I don't like saying this, but the only savior of any sort of uh, financial um, dealings that we have is is through cryptocurrency. And, and I think that people now are starting to wake up and people are starting to see that they're, they're, the money that they have in the bank is literally going to be worth pennies. Um, here soon and now they're they're wanting to find a way out and you're they're gravitating towards crypto finally um, did you see the pro progression did you were you prepared for that progression to happen so quickly uh, when it comes to the crypto market on on people looking to invest in your company yeah I mean the the, the biggest thing was education within that, the that's itself. yeah that's what i've been telling you is that a lot of people are just uh completely ignorant i'm not i'm not saying that in a negative light because ignorance is not a a bad word it's i'm it, like changing a, a tire on a car you know i i figured that out at 19 and then all of a sudden my tire fell off of my car on the interstate and uh i was like well that was a definite fail and i i'm ignorant on cars in general um and a lot of people are ignorant on cryptocurrency and i i think that that's what they need is is that that company that they can go to and just yeah. start asking questions on a daily basis how many questions do you get uh i mean dozens and I, I know that you find time to answer every one of them, but what's the what's the biggest question that you get uh, from your investors? Like, what's the number one question that they have? I would say the majority of questions have to do with technicalities, meaning that like setting up your wallet or a failed transaction. Well, go through that. Go through that for a second. Yeah. So there's there's. One of the good things, and this goes with decentralization, is that you have a lot of choices within blockchain and cryptocurrency. It's not just Ethereum and Bitcoin anymore like it used to be. Now, you can even choose between your blockchains. It used to just be Ethereum, and that was pretty much it, and Bitcoin, obviously. Now, as a crypto investor, a new person, uh, you have so much to choose from, which is exactly you know the way it should be. You have so many choices and there's a lot of mobile wallets. So just like there's a bank and you go and you scroll and you see your accounts. There's hundreds, on of, the, hundreds of banks out there, you know, hundreds yeah, of banks that can absolutely freeze your funds anytime they want. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, going to what you were saying with like the dollar and the inflation and everything like, uh, I mean, it's definitely something that everybody should look into and 
the the what I have found is there's two things that are the factors on you know when you come into cryptocurrency is leaving the comfort zone because we grew up with banks uh and i'm not saying obviously pull you know your money all your money out of banks i i would just recommend that you do look into blockchain cryptocurrency to secure your future uh and just get some exposure to it and then the other thing is the intimidating aspect of technology uh if you you know are a blue collar guy and you're not around computers or technology, uh, you know, it's a very foreign thing. So you can go to companies and I would say the biggest thing is just getting involved in the, the group messengers. And we are able to walk you through the process on our mobile app on, if you go to Android, if you have an Android, you can download RYI Pay and you can go to the info section, it's the bottom right tab, and you can scroll down to what's called Blockchain Academy. It has 25 basic lessons that will educate you and give you a fundamental foundation on what cryptocurrency is, what blockchain is, uh, what trading is, and you'll be able to have like a fundamental understanding of you know what you're getting into. And then the next step, would be to come into our group messengers. We have about 5,000 people in our Telegram, and that is absolutely uh, the greatest, the greatest, uh, that's a great way to start. Is greatest you asset kinda, that you guys have. Yeah, absolutely, because what's great about this is how many times, can you go to a bank and can you go into a messenger app and ask <laughs> all the questions you want? I, you know, I would, I would, like, I, I would, I'm going to imagine? go, I'm going to go to my bank tomorrow and ask them if they have like a community messenger <laughs> and see the look on their faces. <laughs> Seriously. That would be priceless. You know, but this is blockchain. This is crypto and this is the culture. Like it's, you know, I, I've been in it for years now. So to me, it's just, you know, another day. But when you think about it from that aspect, it's literally like going to Bank of America and being like, hey, I don't know anything about you guys. Uh, what's your group messenger address so I can go in there and talk to people, <laughs> other investors, and ask the CEO and the team directly, you know, like, hey, I have a lot of questions. I'm new, uh, you know, and here are all my questions. And then on top of that, hey, can I DM you? It like, you know, it's just, it's not going to happen. And it, it's silly. But, uh, you know, that's the reality of blockchain and crypto is you can DM a team member in a matter of seconds. And what, you're gonna what have are an you admin. going to have an admin. What are you going to do when RYI gets up to the level that Coinbase and Crypto.com and, and all these others, which it's going to happen. Uh, you, you know it and I know it. It's going to happen. So when RYI gets up to, you know, they your your coin ends up not at 40 cents, but at like, let's say, seven, eight bucks and people are getting more and more excited about it, you're getting more investors involved. What's going to happen when you have millions of users on RYI? And I mean, I know you're going to feel bad. I know you, John. I know you pretty well. <laughs> uh, you're going to feel bad when you can't answer, you know, 50,000 questions in a day. Like, are you prepared that, that that's going to happen? Like, how are you going to kind of... Uh, uh, you, you know, you can't be on your phone more than you already are. So 
are you prepared for that at all to have like maybe a team of experts that's going to yeah. answer questions for you? Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, though, what's really cool is you have these messenger applications that, you know, no other finance financial industry has only cryptocurrency and blockchain. So you go to these messenger apps and there's a there's an admin group. And essentially, you meet the demand of how many people are in there. So for us, you have about four, four or five admins, right? So we're able to answer people's questions real time. And if once the volume grows, and let's say there's 20,000 people, 30,000, 40,000, whatever. And uh, I'm telling you, you people, I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm telling you right now, people, I'm, and I'm serious. You go on go on any of these big names like these big name companies like Coinbase and Crypto.com. And you, oh, will, you, will, you will not find anything like that that RYI gives you. Uh, that, that's, that's the reason why I love your company is it, it's so accessible. People can literally just message you off the fly and it doesn't matter if it's 3 a.m. You're going to answer them pretty, pretty damn quick. There's no, there's no cryptocurrency company out there like this. None. I've checked. Uh, there's, you know, even these uh, like Flocky in you, uh, the, she <laughs> yeah. the Shiba in you, the, the, uh, the UFO coin, all these coins out there. There's not one company, not one that is accessible as RYI. And I, I really appreciate that actually. Yeah, no, I mean, that's just a philosophy, you know, from day one, because, you know, I mean, if it, what was the point in the first place? You know, for me, it was exactly, uh, you know, like it was, I was either going to do this and if I wasn't going to do it, then, you know, what was the point? So it was an easy decision and uh, it's an easy decision to, you know, as of today. And to kind of touch on your point, like as far as the growth, you know, like in a year from now. So what you can do is you can type, you can go to YouTube, type in RY Unity. Uh, and I give about 30, between 30 and 40 minute briefs. So, and it's basically, and they're live. So I do it live and I try to do it bi-weekly or once a week. And you can go to our YouTube channel and you're going to get these updates. And that's something that will never change. That's something that will always be consistent. And no matter, you know, where we are in a year or two from now, five years, whatever, uh, that is something that uh, is very important to me is that connection between uh, the team, but especially myself and the investors and the community. And the transparency. Uh, and the transparency, 100%. So what what do you have to look for? What does RYI have to look forward to in the next, let's say, a year from now? Like, I know that you guys are working on the video game and stuff. Um, I know that yeah. your, your NFTs have, have already taken off. Um, what do you have planned for, uh, you know, for everybody, um, within this year, even though everything's gone crazy? Yeah. So a couple things that are pretty exciting and there's, I would say three different like core aspects that are going to go big this year. So I'll touch on the NFTs first. So we're one of the, the only, so Binance smart chain is a blockchain. That's what we use because the. In order to conduct a transaction on a blockchain, you have to pay a small fee. On Ethereum, it's like, I don't know, 10 to $20, sometimes $40 for a transaction, which is nuts. But on Binance, it's penny. 
So that's why Binance Smart Chain. So it's a blockchain that we use because it's cheap. It's community friendly. People can actually trade and invest for very cheap. Um, but what we have on Unity DeFi, which is our decentralized exchange. So you can go to unitydefi.com and check out the platform. What we added, uh, and we're one of the only three on a complete blockchain, which is massive, is a what's called an NFT minter, meaning that we have an NFT marketplace where you can go shopping for NFTs. And that pretty much and authenticates the NFT? No. So what it does is it creates NFTs. So anybody in the audience, essentially, that wants to, let's say they're a designer, or an artist, or and they want to get in, they want to be a part of NFTs. They want to create NFTs. They would come to RYI and they would go, they oh, would just. Oh, that I mean, is awesome. That is yeah, absolutely so, excellent. Okay. So we're able to launch new, aspiring, create opportunity for artists that are out there in the world. They can come to unitydefi.com. They can message RYI and say like, hey, I'm an artist. Uh, you would talk to the team. And then we would help set you up and you would use our mentor, NFT mentor, and launch your NFTs. That is so we absolutely have about, phenomenal. Yeah, it's one of the only three. It's a rare, it's it's a rare development platform to have. Uh, it was important to us because that goes with like the philosophy of the company is opportunity. So not only, you know, as far as getting your return on investment with all the features that are on Unity DeFi. We wanted to create the opportunity for everybody to kind of be a part of the NFT experience. Uh, so that's going to be huge this year because we're going to be bringing on aspiring crypto projects or just artists and helping them launch their uh, their NFT uh, collections. So that's the first big one. That's and, that's uh, that's that's big enough. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah, that's... I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's, you know, that's a year, you know, that's a, that's a lot to handle for the year in general. And uh, that's going to be, so the, the token that essentially is supporting that is the Unity Ventures token. So if that's kind of your realm and you want to invest on the Unity DeFi platform, uh, you would hold Unity Ventures token uh, because you want to see that platform flourish, the, the entire platform if you're a RYU holder, it's a completely different side of, uh, it's, a, it's a different type of crypto investment because RYU, we discussed it earlier, is a frictionless yield aggregator. So it's more oriented towards payment solutions. And it is essentially what we're doing is we're working with the commercial market, small businesses. Kind of like PayPal. Yes, exactly. Uh, and that's what RYU is for because it has what's called a def uh, deflationary, uh, a high deflationary mechanism built into. So think about it like this. You hold a stock, right? So let's say there's 100,000 shares. Let's say RYU has 100,000 shares. What the difference is, is for every transaction that is done, on buying and selling with RYU, there's a very, very small tax that you won't even really notice. But that small tax is burning shares, burning tokens in this case. So, so the volume goes uh, down. Not the volume, the total supply, which creates right, scarcity. Right, right. That's, that's, why. that's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, so 100,000 shares 
let's say you buy stock, you have 100,000 shares, that's a fixed amount of shares. For RYU, it will always be going down, which is going to create scarcity for the investors. And the price goes up. Exactly. Exactly. And that's based off volume. So the more volume with RYU, the lower the supply goes, which creates more value for the investors in the end. And the, and the reason why I bring up PayPal is is basically a lot of people purchase their their you know they what they do is they basically transfer money to one from your pocket to a company and then they take and use that company to send money to another person. RYI is basically using the same concept, except yeah. you are literally making money at the same exact time because you're investing in into a crypto that goes up in value. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's so when you use the, the uh, ROI pay, there's a payment gateway in there, meaning that you can buy cryptocurrency with your debit or credit card. But what's really cool about it is if you're holding RYU as your currency, not only is the supply going down and increasing in value, you are receiving APR and you don't have to do anything. You literally just hold RYU in your wallet and you're going to see the amount of tokens that you have uh, increase. And the total supply is going down. So it's kind of best of not both worlds. It's just like best of all worlds. So uh, before before we go, I, I do want to mention, um, I wanted to ask you about the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I was just going to say that. So what what is this about you purchasing the Denver Broncos? Now now I, I at first I took it as a joke, but you keep no. talking to me about this uh, in private, yep. and and like I'm beginning to think that you're serious. What what's going on with this whole Den- Denver Bron- Broncos acquisition? Yeah, so we were just talking about kind of the 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 how more people are getting interested in the cryptocurrency because of the inflation of the dollar, uh, as far as the government being able to freeze your funds, et cetera, all that stuff, right? So the Denver Broncos, right? This is actually 100% in motion. And so there's a team. And what they're doing is this is a, I mean, a super stacked team that is working together. And they have a, a massive legal team. Get this, you're going to love this. They have a massive legal team. They have a phenomenal marketing team, right? They have celebrities. They have Kanye West. They have Peyton Manning. They have other NFL superstars that are coming on board uh, and supporting this movement. So what this movement is, right? So it's it's what they're doing is you're able to purchase what's called a DIO token. And this DIO token is you will hold this dial token and that is going to be the percent that you own of a football team. So the funds that are raised from purchasing this dial token are going to be utilized to purchase the Denver Broncos. Uh, and they've already, well, so that sounds uh, like a very, you know, difficult thing to do, right? Like, sounds how you crazy. Raise, like, it sounds it a sounds little crazy, crazy. right? Because not only do you have to raise the funds, right? So that's where the celebrities come in, the marketing, all that stuff, getting the exposure. Uh, we see it all the time. Projects, you know, crypto projects can go from a $20 million market cap to a $10 billion market cap. So it's all feasible 
within this industry. But what the big thing is, and this is what is the, uh, you know, the pillar of what has to happen is they have to be able to meet the regulations of the NFL. That's not easy. But here's the catch. They are in uh, coordination with the government of Colorado. He is a huge blockchain supporter. The SEC has already uh, shown favorable. uh, They've shown favor towards this dial. It's called a dial collaborative, meaning it's kind of similar to what the Green Bay Packers have. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So it's a very similar aspect, but it's a blockchain community that is essentially going to own the Denver Broncos. And they're putting uh, some mechanics in place so that there's no whales or, you know, majority investors coming in. There's going to be a limit. And the community itself will be able to vote on who's going to be on the board. So it's going to be a community-run dial collaborative. Uh, They have the government, or not the government, the governor who's on board with this is supporting it. They have celebrities I mean, obviously, A-list are celebrities that are supporting it, right? So where do we come in? So we were, we've been talking to these guys for a while. So we're going to be, ROI is part of the Dio Collaborative. We're going to be the development, blockchain development team behind it because these guys, we want to incorporate it, make it very inclusive. You know, everybody that owns a Dio token or 10 or 20 or 1,000, whatever, uh, is going to receive a membership that is authenticated on the blockchain in the form of an NFT. We are going to be the ones that are going to be developing that for them. And on top of that, we're going to be doing further developments as far as Web3. And that's a that's a loaded topic, so I won't get into that. But that's essentially the metaverse, right? The, be- real, the real question I have, uh, John, yeah. is, is when am I going to get my season tickets? <laughs> exactly, right? And, and you know, you know, just speaking of the Denver Broncos, you know that their stadium went up in flames. Um, yeah, what was that? I just saw that. I, that's crazy. I don't know. Uh, the The whole stadium went up like in, like literal fire. What? There was a fire in the stadium that basically destroyed suites and destroyed oh, seats. Like uh, a lot of the seats got burned. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. There, there had to have been something funny going on. Something, somebody set that shit on fire or something because yeah. that just does not happen. But it, I mean, yeah. it, it, it destroyed a lot of that state, uh, a big part of that stadium, and that's like millions of dollars. So I guess the first, the first thing that you need to do uh, as um, <laughs> CEO of the Denver Broncos is get that shit taken care of quick. Who's going to be your quarterback? That's another thing. You got Russell. Hey, Wils- you got exactly. Russell Wilson, but um, he, you know, if if he doesn't cut it, uh, are you going to hire Baker Mayfield? That's a good question. You don't think uh, Wilson's going to cut it? I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, really, I I like him. I know that he's he he he's a Super Bowl. Uh, he did win a Super Bowl, didn't he? Or no? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, with the Seahawks. Yeah, um, I know that he went against the Patriots, and uh, they they ended up passing it instead of giving it to Mar- uh, uh, giving it to the running back. Um, what is yeah, what is I mean, running back name? I can't remember. He's no, I mean, he's no Tom Brady, obviously. You know, like he's not uh, you know a quarterback that appears to have like a super high IQ or uh, 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 you know uh, a football IQ. 
like Aaron uh, Rodgers. Phen- yeah. yeah, Aaron Rodgers is obviously a genius on the field. Brady, same thing. Uh, obviously, that's what you want, but I mean, that's far and few between. But then again, you have uh, Sta- or Stafford, you know, on the Rams that came out of nowhere. So I, I still, I look, I, I'm, I'm from Oregon, and I, I we have in, in Oregon, we have a weird culture in sports. Yeah. Now, the only thing that we have is the Oregon Ducks. I mean, we're, you know, we yeah. have one of the best college football uh, teams in the whole entire nation. The Oregon Ducks scores like 50 points per game, basically, in the past like 15 years. There's no there's no doubt that they're one of the best in sports. But when it comes to like professional sports, all we have is Portland Trailblazers. That's it. That's yeah. all we have. And I'm not even a Portland Trailblazer fan, but I am, and my dad is a huge uh, Cincinnati Bengals fan and that oh, Super Bowl just we thought we had it we thought we had it in the bag and the the fourth <laughs> quarter just let us down like crazy but if you see what the Bengals have done in the offseason oh my gosh they they're they're having a phenomenal offseason I I could not be more impressed with what the Cincinnati Bengals are doing uh, so far uh, I think that they're they literally have have had the best off season so far with out of any NFL team, um, but it is it is seriously like I I thought that you were kind of joking around with me like you messaged me one day and it's like hey I'm uh, I'm gonna buy the uh, Denver Broncos and I was like okay John well that's uh, that's some good news. <laughs> What am I going? To, I thought you were joking around, but man, this is this is like a serious thing, and I'm uh, hats off to you guys for for even being a part of that. That's pretty. That's yeah. crazy, man. No, we, it's crazy. We kind of looked. It was our marketing advisor. He was the one that was contacted by the uh, the team uh, that really started this initiative. And uh, he immediately contacted me and say, "Hey, you know, you got to get involved." Was he with this. was he screaming up and down like a little girl? Let's be honest. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I was too. Once I realized it was real, you, know, <laughs> you like, thought he was joking too. <laughs> absolutely. You know, like how could you not think it was kind of like you know this just like we're joking around talking about buying a football, a crypto company, uh, you know, being a part of a team because we're on the team actually, we're on the core team. Uh, so you know, our team, along with Sean and his team, you know, essentially are going to be pushing this to, yeah, literally buy a football team as a blockchain initiative. Uh, so it's going to be obviously the first uh, blockchain kind of two companies working I, as one. I just I don't know. I don't. I know you have what it takes. That's not. That's not the issue. I just don't know how much. Like I don't think that you are quite prepared for this explosion in RYI. I just, I just, you're gonna wake up one day and be like, "What the fuck just happened?" I went from I went from working for the CIA to owning a crypto company. Now I own part of the Denver Broncos, and I I'm excited for you, man. I'm I'm just I'm so proud to have you as a friend, man, and. And, and I can call you that and, and also to promote this incredible business. Uh, you, you must be proud, man. I'm serious. You must be proud on, on what you're accomplishing. 
Yeah, I mean, for me, I just try to keep my head down, you know, and just focus on, uh, you know, the day to day because, uh, you know, it, crypto is, you know, it's a fast moving uh, market. It's the fastest moving market. And now, and now the thing is, is that it's cemented. It's it's literally cemented in the society and in in the world because we now know that crypto is is going to take off. A lot of people had doubts three four years ago. You know it, and well, I know it. I mean, what was? Did you see the funding and the funding source that was going to Ukraine? Uh, for, crazy. It, it was cryptocurrency. Yes, and and uh, like, millions, tens of millions getting that, donated. That's what in the was form crazy. Cryptocurrency. That's what the paper. Was, mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw it was flak jackets, ammunition, uh, food. It was crazy. They listed like ten different, you know, absolutely necessary things to fight a battle. And while NATO's, you know, trying to figure out life, uh, you know, while our government's trying to figure out, you know, life. Uh, people are sending cryptocurrency to fund a freaking war. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that was and, you and, know that was and just tomorrow crazy. and tomorrow we're going to wake up. I'm not kidding about this. I'm I'm not literally speaking tomorrow, but sometime soon, we're going to wake up and we're going to be paying our groceries with cryptocurrency. It's yeah. it's going to happen. And and for you people who think that it's the mark, the cryptocurrency is the mark of the beast and all that shit. That no, I don't. That's not. That's not what it is. That yeah. it, that's a crazy talk. And I'm I'm trust me. You guys know how fucking crazy I am. Uh, I I believe I I'm I am uh you know I I know I cuss like a sailor but I do believe in Jesus Christ He is the Son of the Living God and I I do believe that there we may be living in end times but cryptocurrency is definitely not the mark of the beast. Uh, I believe that that's a whole separate thing that this, these globalist elites have prepared for us and I think that cryptocurrency is actually the ones that's going to help society out from getting away yeah. from those globalist elites because they're the ones who yeah. controls the money. Cryptocurrency, we control the money, not them. And that's yeah. the difference. That's a big difference. It's, you know, I can't believe anybody, you know, maybe it just has to do with education, but cryptocurrency, you know, is all about empowering everybody, the people, not like you said, the global elites, the people that are power hungry, uh, you know, greedy, uh, that don't want to let go. They could give, you know, they, they could care less about the lower class, you know, the middle class. Uh, but that's what cryptocurrency is for. It's built for the world. It's built for everybody. So everybody can have access and opportunity to create, you know, some type of wealth. And that's what ROI is completely a hundred percent about is improving, improving people's lives in a safe, you know, manner. Uh, so it's, it's funny, you know, that someone would even say that because it literally is the polar opposite. It is, it is. And, and John, I, I appreciate you so much for coming on the show tonight and, and kind of explaining, you know, not only what you and RYI does, but just explain like allowing people to get to know you a little bit. I think that this podcast, uh, does a pretty good job with, with getting people to know you better and, and hopefully you'll come on the show again. We need to do a uh, Twitter Spaces sometime. Yeah, we really do. That would be great. 
and yeah. and get get some you know get some people out there that that want to join and, and kind of just uh, pick your brain a little bit and because uh, more most people they don't know how to get their thoughts into text and I think that the spaces yeah. would be able you would be able to kind of you know they could pick your brain vocally and and get their thoughts out vocally a lot better yeah twitter spaces is a a great asset we've actually been using it uh and it it is it's essentially like an ama ask me anything so we could jump on you know like i could host or you could host and you have a co-host uh and then anybody can join anybody can join uh, and you just simply press the raise your hand button, you know, and then we look down and people ask questions. And it's a it's a great tool to, you know, get to know people and understand, you know, certain cryptocurrency companies, projects, opportunities. How how can people get a hold of you? I know that uh, there's a saying, lot of ways, but, you know, um, go ahead and name them off. So you can simply email John Weir at RYI-Unity.com. So if you guys have a pen and paper, just write that down. Well, how John do you spell Weir. your last name? W-E-I-R. W-I-E-R. Yeah. Yeah. At ryi-unity.com. Uh, I check it multiple times a day. So please feel free to email me directly. And that's you know, so J-O-N. J-O-N. Yeah, not J-O-H-N. J-O-N. No. Yeah. J-O-N-W-I-E-R at ry-unity.com. Uh, like I said, Feel free to email me. I check multiple times a day. Uh, I'll get back to you pretty quick. The other one is you can download the Telegram app, which this is what I would highly recommend for people that are new to cryptocurrency. Uh, once you have the uh, downloaded the Telegram app, you can go into search. You can type in RY Unity. Uh, our group will populate. You just click on that. You join. Uh, and then you fire away. Start asking your questions. Just say, hey, I'm new here. Uh, you know, I want to learn about cryptocurrency. I heard this is a safe project, you know, to start, uh, you know, investing into, uh, and, you know, and then we'll take care of you 100 percent and uh, show you everything we have to offer and also help you help you with your setup. Uh, those are probably the two best ways. Uh, you can go to our website, too, which has all the information. If you just want to go through all of our information and try to learn, that is ry-unity.com. Uh, a lot of information there. Uh, but like I said, Telegram's probably your best bet. So you can just fire away with, you know, and, all your questions in real time. And even if you are just one of those basic uh, social media users who have like Facebook and, and Twitter, you can also take and just search for RYI Unity on Twitter or Facebook yeah. and, and you'll be yep. able to find him as well. So um, and I really suggest you get on Twitter sometime soon. Uh, we'll we'll post a, a Twitter spaces and uh, you'll you'll be notified before if you go ahead and press that follow button on um, his Twitter. Uh, just type in RYI Unity and he'll post a notification on when his next space will be and you can join us live and basically ask any question uh, that you um, want to ask him. And um, hopefully, you know, uh, you'll, I know that you'll definitely learn a lot, but hopefully you'll get on board with RYI instead of these other crappy, absolute worst companies ever like Robinhood. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry, it, man, but I had to put it out there. They they they're just so <laughs> shitty compared to you guys. It's crazy. <laughs> but uh, thanks thanks so much, John, for uh, being on the program, man. I really appreciate it so much. 
Yeah, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to be on here. All right, brother. And if you guys do like this podcast, please go over to Game Tech Politics. You can hit that support button, donate 99 cents all the way up to $10, as well as like and subscribe and share the hell out of this. And again, if you guys want to be a part of the ROII Unity uh, community, all you have to do is go over to his Telegram, download that Telegram app, uh, hit the search button, Type in RYI Unity. It pops up right there. Join that community as well as going to uh, Facebook or Twitter. Type in RYI and you can uh, get linked up uh, through that as well. Thanks so much, John, for being a part of the program. You guys have a great, wonderful weekend. And uh, thanks for taking and listening and and uh, putting up with that long pause Uh, I just needed a long, long vacation. So we will have more content in the next week. Uh, I'm going to be doing, um, I have an actual NSA uh, employee that will be on the program. We're going to be talking a little bit of politics. Then I also have a a a production manager from Activision Blizzard that's going to be on next Friday. Uh, They're going to be talking about the acquisition that Microsoft purchased Activision, and uh, we're going to find out a lot of their upcoming projects and talk uh, specifically about Overwatch 2. So thanks for listening, guys, and you guys have a wonderful weekend.